Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to I'll Have What She's Having, a food and drink podcast from me, Sophie Wybird. And me, Hannah Crosby. Every week, Sophie and I sit down to dinner. She makes a dish, I pair a wine, and we put the world to rights. This week is our Valentine's special, as we replace all your juicy agony aunt questions. We eat some gildas, minus the anchovies, and we sip some juicy pickletinis. Hello! We're back with the Valentine's special. It is a Valentine's special. We were recording two episodes in one day. Let's see if you can tell from our energy <laughs> levels which one we're recording first. Uh, no, we're very happy to be here. It's a glorious sunny day. It's probably the sunniest day of the year so far. I'm feeling pretty chirpy today, to be honest. This I feel like, like I, yeah, I feel like I just popped a molly. I'm just, yeah, I think like <laughs> we've been so SAD. Yeah, I feel like this feels like spring is spring is springing. Spring is springing. Spring has sprung. And what better time than the sun just coming out and warmth being welcomed into your heart than to tackle some of the trickier agony on letters that we have in our inbox. They're all to do with love, Sophie. I do feel like spring is the time of love, you know. Really? Well, spring is Valentine's Day, obviously. It's Pancake Day, love. Also, <laughs> it's when... That's it's, my Valentine's it's, Day. <laughs> The superior day, in my mind. Uh, it's also when all the lambs are born. I feel like that's, it's sexy time spring, you know? It's mm. like rebirth. Rebirth. After Every, a winter everyone's hibernation. Everyone's We're coming fucking. back to life. It's sexy love time. Yeah, that's very true. Although, yeah, winter is cuffing season. Yeah. And then once the snow's thawed, everyone's feeling, you know, a bit warm, a bit exciting. It's mating season. It's mating season. <laughs> and what better occasion? So we are about to, so yeah, I'll spoiler alert, we're recording this one first before the amazing Rahel arrives. So we're kind of going back or forward in time, depending on when you're <laughs> listening to this. It will all make sense um, to us 
But uh, we are only having a little snack because Sophie's going to be cooking the proper meal for when uh, Rahel comes round. But we've just got a little snack in the meantime. What have we got in front of us to help us? We do. We've got a little snack that I think is one of the sexiest snacks. I was going to get oysters. Didn't have have time. You there weren't any at the corner shop. Unfortunately, yeah, Whitechapel Market was not providing on the oyster (laughs) front. (laughs) But what I've got instead is one of my favourite little nibbles, which I think is pretty sexy, which is a gilda. So a gilda is, uh, they originate uh, in the Basque country in Spain. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a skewer with a really plump green olive, <gasps> an anchovy and a pickled chilli on it. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I forgot the anchovies. <laughs> so this is a this is a vegan gilda. Oh, Sophie, you're so kind. <laughs> they look very, very green and delicious. Those olives do look plump. They're oh, very plump. The chilies. I love a pickled chilli as well. Anything pickled, to We're be honest. We're keeping it on the pickly theme with the drink as well, aren't we? Green and pickly. So I've got my... I've got my two cocktail glasses that every fucker in East London seems to own. You know the ones I mean, the ones with the clear cup and the green stem. I've got like dessert wine glasses. Yeah, everyone's got them. Delish. Um, But in the glass, I have a pickle teeny. So I don't really like, I'm not a big cocktail person. Like my wine cabinet is always much more full than my drinks cabinet. I usually just have like a bottle of vodka and, you know, just some flavorings for it. So I think like a lazy martini is my ideal drink. And I also today just finished my latest jar of pickles. So <laughs> I decided to kind of make a bit of a twist on a dirty martini. I've got a little pickle teeny. Um, so one part pickle juice from the jar, part vermouth and two parts vodka. And I've even put a little pickle slice in it. Oh, I love it. It's so pretty. It's very cute. Do you know what? I'm not grown up enough for regular martinis with a twist. I need it to be a dirty martini mm. with a lot of brine in there. Mm. <laughs> I wish I was. Yeah. But this is up my street. Oh, it looks so good. It also looks like something that Shrek would make. While it looks cute, it also looks quite Shrek-like. Quite swampy. Yeah, it looks quite swampy. <laughs> right, let's give it a try. Cheers, Cheers. Cheers, Anne. Happy Cheers. Valentine's. Happy Valentine's Day. Mm. Oh, that's, that's delicious, so but lethal. Good. We're going to be pissed. We're going to be pissed by the time Rahel gets here. Um, what are you doing for your Valentine's Day, Soph? Do you know... I don't go in for Valentine's that much. I'm of the view that you gotta you got to put in the effort all days of the year. Yes. Uh, even when you really can't be asked to. Yes. Um, Valentine's, what we normally do in Valentine's is we make a pie. It's become a bit of a Valentine's ritual. A Valentine's pie. We make a Valentine's pie and we'll just have a night in. I'm not sure that we've ever actually gone anywhere for Valentine's. Mm. So I think this year we'll probably keep it up. We'll do a Valentine's pie. Is it a sweet or savoury pie? Savoury pie. Is it in the shape of a heart? It's not, but we'll decorate it with hearts. So it's in a round pie dish and then we'll cut out little heart shapes to stick on the pie. Have you any idea of what flavour you're going to make it? I think last year we did beef shin. This year maybe it'll be a chicken pie. A chickeny leaky situation. (gasps) Maybe we'll go like a cockleware pie (gasps) so we'll get some nice red wine in there. Ooh, that'll be amazing. The other thing I think we're going to do on Valentine's Day is, have you heard of a brand called The Biscuiteers? Mm-hmm. They're so cute. So they do like little celebration biscuits. You can get them custom made for people. But they also have got this whole like DIY biscuit decorating box, which when I was a kid was my favourite activity, Mm. was decorating biscuits with tubes of icing. Yes. Biscuiteers have got a fairly luxury version with these really delicious biscuits. And they've got a Valentine's edition. So I think me, Cam and Kate, because I live in a thruple. Uh, uh, (laughs) She doesn't actually, guys. It's a platonic thruple. Yes. Well, there's a romantic relationship and a platonic one within there. Yeah. 
so I think we're going to do some biscuit decorating together. That's going to be adorable. What about you? What are your Valentine's plans? Um, so last year I went ham on Valentine's Day. I went to the Two Hot Asians pop up at My Neighbours the Dumplings. Oh, nice. So good. Amazing. This year, completely unintentional, though it sounds like it's like us putting in a massive effort, in Paris, but didn't notice until we after we booked it that we were going to be there on Valentine's. <laughs> so I'm going to spend Valentine's Day in Paris. Which so romantic. On the one hand, it's very sweet and romantic. On the other hand, it's going to be filled with lots of um, <laughs> tourists. Also <laughs> thinking that they're the main characters in the movie, when obviously I'm the main character. Like. <laughs> But there are going to be a lot of other people there. So I think we just also need to, yeah, maybe need to go to like the spots where people aren't likely to be proposing. But another thing that I've accidentally stumbled upon is it's um, Vin Expo in Paris. The entire UK wine industry is going to be there as well. So you'll bump into a load of former colleagues. So I'm just going to bump into loads of former (laughs) colleagues, current colleagues and yeah. Future collaborators. Future collaborators. Basically, it's not the escape that I wanted it to be, but I am so excited. I haven't been to Paris since before lockdown. So I'm really gassed to go. All righty, shall we read? Shall we get into the letters? Let's get in. Let's get into the letters. So, (laughs) some of these have a lot of detail. Some of these have no detail whatsoever. (laughs) And I think we've just got to, like, use our imagination. Is kissing considered cheating? Mm. Ooh. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Me. <laughs> Sophie's got a mouthful of olive. <laughs> I think she wants to avoid the question. Um, well, is kissing well, considered cheating? Yes. I think mm. yes. I don't know. It depends. Actually, I take that back. It depends how, if you're official in the relationship, it yes. depends if like you've kind of been seeing each other for a couple of dates. If you snog someone else while your options are still open, fine. I think that kissing is like the very border that I would be okay with and find forgivable but that's a push in a committed relationship like if the person I was seeing kissed someone else and I found out but that's all they did I that's like the most they would be able to get away with and that would still take some getting over totally totally there are grades of cheating Mm. and kissing is one of the lower grades but still if Cam told me he kissed somebody That I would consider that cheating. Yeah, 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 My yeah, blood yeah. is boiling. But also, I feel <laughs> like... you're ki- listening. Kissing, yeah, do not. <laughs> I, he would never. He would literally never. <laughs> you wouldn't dare. Uh, <laughs> no, I think that it's also contextual. Mm-hmm. There, there are grades of kisses as well. 
Yes. There's a kiss with intention, with an intention to cheat. And then there's a kiss that's a kiss between friends that has literally no meaning. So, so the other side of things. Okay. If I, obviously not a full on snog, but if I kissed one of my friends on the lips Mm -hmm. in an entirely platonic way, but in a greeting or in a silly mood. Yes. Or as a dare. If Cam kicked off about that, I would find that weird. Mm, because okay. I wouldn't consider that to be cheating. But because you guys are in such a good place, you're not kind of trying to get your kicks elsewhere. It's not like you're in a bad place and you're trying to get your kicks elsewhere. Yeah, right? exactly. I think that's when it's cheating. I think if like a, if a friend kisses you on the lips without slipping his tongue in there, and it's clearly <laughs> and clearly the intent is I not. I think <laughs> <laughs> that's how I greet all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if the intent's not there, then it's not cheating. If the intent's there, then it is cheating. I think that's the difference. Yeah, I think that's the difference. I think also one thing that guys tend to be really shitty at, in my experience, is that if you are a queer woman or a bisexual woman or pansexual or whatever, and you kiss a girl, guys don't care as much. Because it's yeah. like that hetero guy thing, like, oh, she's just kissing a girl, that's, that's hot. wild. But that's just as bad. Yeah, it is just as bad. It is just as bad. It's the kind of thing that teenage girls, even the straight ones, do to do to stir up a fuss. But. Exactly. Um, that was not a concise answer. <laughs> Basically, there's a lot of levels to... There's levels. There's, there's context. Levels. Here's a question. So would you be angrier at kiss or would you be angrier at, like, emotional cheating? Emotional cheating. Yeah, I think I'm definitely. Insane. Yeah, definitely. Because sometimes, yeah, physical contact can be. Also, oh God, this is like such. <laughs> we just keep on thinking of other <laughs> things. Also, if someone tried to kiss your partner, and like they were so out of it that they accepted it for like a smidge and then of a it, second, it took them a second to push them Whoa, off. Kinda. Then yeah, I wouldn't consider that to be cheating. No, me neither. I hope that answers your question. <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> I hope that one of those answers applies to your situation. Um, another question. I've been single just over a year now. I finally got over my breakup. Well done. It usually takes it just over a year, isn't it? I read that the other day. I feel, I've, I've heard that apparently it's half the length of a relationship. Ooh. But that feels pretty spicy for long relationships. Not going to lie. Yeah, that's quite a long time. I am, um, my, the relationship for last, we were together for seven months. And it probably took me about two years to get over it. It's it's very relative, isn't it? Yeah, it's really relative. Um, so yeah, I finally got over my breakup and I'm so happy to be single and thriving. Hell yeah! yes. I feel like I should celebrate, exclamation mark. All my friends are in relationships, so I can't do a Valentine's situation. Any advice or recommendations on things to do solo for Valentine's Day? Oh, I love this. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, that's that you're amazing. in this space because this is a great space to find yourself in again after what I imagine has been a fairly gloomy yeah. year. So well done to you for getting out of that. Mm. But what I would do for Valentine's is I would probably dodge being anywhere out and about, to be honest, just because I think that even if you're feeling in a really good place, being the only solo diner in an establishment might feel a bit weird. A bit weird, yeah. So I would just practice self-love at home. I'd make yourself a really nice meal, set the table nicely, light some candles, mm-hmm. 
have a bath, have a wank. Have a wank. <laughs> have a wank. <laughs> Get yourself something nice, have a wank. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good have idea. Have a bath, have a wank, make a chocolate mousse, make yourself a nice bit of fish, maybe have some oysters mm-hmm. and really practice that self-love that you've clearly had to get to to be in this place now where you feel really content that's being amazing. a single woman. Just bloody own that. You deserve all the treats. I think that you deserve all the treats and you deserve to kind of like take yourself out on a date. If you were to go out, the thing that immediately came to my head and it's something that I love to do on my own, go to the cinema. Yeah. Because even if there are loads of couples, you're not looking at them. Yeah. You're looking at the you're movie. You're in your zone. Oh my God, take yourself on a movie date. Yeah, take yourself on a movie date. Why Co- don't you cop ma- a feel, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself some popcorn and cop a feel in the cinema. <laughs> Would you do the cinema pre or post a lovely dinner for yourself? Pre. 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 I'd get an early, get an, an early, an early evening showing, come home. Maybe you've made your chocolate mousse already. Yeah. You're going to make yourself a really lovely seafood linguine. Yes. That you can That's whip so up nice. quite quickly. And also, I don't know if it's a London thing, but I actually know there's been a, like, when I grew up in the Midlands, there was kind of a similar thing. But you know, when you can buy, you can book a two seater and it's kind of like a sofa. Yeah. Go on your own and just like sprawl Lounge. on the sofa. Lounge. I remember. Sometimes it's obvious when there's other couples in the cinema. I went to go and see a really crazy film last year on my own. And there was a couple, the only reason that I knew that it was a couple behind me is because they were the only other people in the cinema. And the guy kept on laughing whenever something vaguely sexual happened. And she was like, shut up, shut up. It was such an insane film. Probably one to go and see if you are on your own and looking to on the market for a wank. What was it called? Um, okay, I'm going to type lesbian nun movie. Lesbian nun movie? Benedetta. Oh, I haven't seen that. Benedetta. So but it's about this woman. It's on Amazon Prime right now if anyone wants to watch it. It is pretty mad. So it's based on a true story where a 17th century nun becomes entangled in a lesbian affair with a novice, but then she has religious visions and you're not entirely sure whether she's faking it or not and she becomes a patron saint. It's very good. But that sounds wicked. literally a scene where one of the nuns has like carved like a Mary statue into a dildo. And it's very, I think it's French-Belgian. It's like very European. Like, you know, Sounds kind of when it. you get have a sex scene, it's like a suggestion that sex happened. It's like full on for about 10 minutes. Beautiful. I felt like I was watching porn. <laughs> Fancy middle class porn. I think that sounds like the perfect evening. It does. I'm quite jealous. Might tell Cam to piss off now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sexy times, this person is looking for tips on how to muster up confidence to initiate things in the bedroom for us shy girls. Oh, we've all been there. We all have. We all have. Well, I consider myself <laughs> to be shy, even yeah. though everyone is always like, "You're not fucking shy." Yeah, um, and I have shy moments where you yeah. don't feel like you're the sexiest person that you want to mm. put yourself out there like that. Oh, is that. that what she means? I think so. Oh, okay, fine. Oh, yeah, because it takes a lot of confidence to try something new and put yourself out there. Um, I don't know, is that giving too much away? I don't know if I have any good <laughs> advice. I don't know if I have any good advice for this question. Um, let me think. Let's I feel like on. a good way to get into, a good way to get into a positive headspace where you feel like a confident person who's able to ask for what they want mm-hmm. in life and in the bedroom yes. is to stop consuming media. External. That make, stop consuming ex- external stuff that doesn't align with how you feel or want to feel. Yes. So for example, if you're not feeling particularly body confident, 
ignore any stimulus around you mm -hmm. that is pushing a certain body type at you that makes you feel more shit about yourself mm -hmm. you've got to find the stuff that makes you feel empowered to yeah. surround yourself with so that that becomes the norm in your mind and it doesn't feel like a scary thing to ask for the things that you want yeah in that same vein i'd encourage you to i think that there is a tendency and i used to do this when i was younger i think there's a tendency when like you feel like you're sexually inexperienced and you don't quite know what you want to ask for. Watching porn come almost as an instruction manual when actually that's the furthest thing from the truth and you should definitely not do it. It's not real, did it's you know? It's not real, did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. Literally, I never met a woman who looks like someone in porn, but maybe I'm just not moving in the right circles. Bleach bums. <laughs> it's all the bleach bums. It's all the bleach assholes. Yeah, I've never I've never had my asshole bleached. No. Mine's very, very brown. <laughs> I'm yes, sure I mine wipe. is too. Yeah. That is the natural state. I think, yeah, ignore, yeah, furthest what you were saying, So, ignore external forces, including porn, especially when you're kind of like not entirely sure what the other person that you're having sex with wants. Don't rely on porn. Have a conversation. And it might be the least sexy thing in the world if over dinner it's like, hey, I'd like to talk about our sex life and like how it's looking for both of us right now. Um... I am having an amazing time, but I would love to know what you kind of want to experience more of. Yeah, totally. It sounds so unsexy when you say it like that, but if you're kind of like coming from a place of love and support and understanding and also like feeling like you're hard and there's nothing more embarrassing than trying something out in the moment and then them <laughs> either landing. being freaked out or just aren't into it or God forbid, laugh at you. The bit, the, the way to overcome that is to have the conversation in the first place, even though it seems unsexy, both being on the same page and knowing exactly what the other wants is incredibly sexy. That is, I was going to say, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's really sexy to know what the thing that the other person wants and them knowing what you want. Mm. And it, yeah, it, you're totally right. It's all in the communication, which isn't a sexy thing to do at all. But it is sexy in the long run. So mm. uh, just push through the awkwardness, have that conversation and get to where you want to go. Yeah, I think that also having that conversation in a relationship is probably a lot easier depending on how often, how easy it is for you guys to talk about that kind of thing. But I mean, have that conversation in a flirty way with someone that you're just getting to know. I don't think that, you know, I, I think that there's a tendency unless you're dating like a massive asshole who doesn't think that women should some i read somewhere that like some guys make conversations sexual on the first day as a test it's like, what you, as a test that's uh, fucking weird you shouldn't be testing anyone yeah exactly in that regard on the first date but you can have like a sexy chat with someone like if you both know that it's on the cards be like so like how do you like to be touched? How do you like to like show love to well maybe a bit soon to say love but you know what i mean like mm -hmm starting off that conversation and make it clear from day dot that like there's no shame there's no embarrassment it's all good and being sure to also while listening to what they want communicating very clearly what it is that you want because as much as they should be a sensitive lover they're also not a mind reader yeah you do have to you just train people lots of the time mm. That's not to say that people are shit, but just that people don't know, people don't know what, every person yeah. is different. Yes. And you have to, when you're, when you're exploring something with a new partner, you've got to, got to figure it out. Yeah. And also I think that a lot of guys tend to kind of play a bit of a guessing game or because of <laughs> porn, it's like a one size fits all. Like, mm -hmm. how do you, <laughs> I'm aware that my mum listens to these. How do you achieve a climax? <laughs> um, <laughs> 
how, yeah, but how do what well, it's different for every single woman. Can you? Like, can you? Do you want to? Is that something that you like to happen at the start? Is that something you like to happen at the end? Does it not bother you that much whether it happens or not? I think these are all interesting and like really important questions to ask. Also, touch it. Yeah, you're right. Touching on it early doors. Mm-hmm destigmatizes it immediately yeah exactly and then you get to have that open communication the whole time yeah and you know what i think that your partner or the guy that you or girl you're just getting to know will think it's really sexy that you want to talk about it yeah do it Hope confidence yes confidence you yeah, said you're shy but you just gotta uh, yeah. fake it till you make it <laughs> so if you made a great fisting i actually motion. fisted the air which is not not, <laughs> ne- not necessarily what i'm suggesting here but <laughs> you never know but yeah maybe leave that for the second or third time <laughs> don't fist on a first date unless they've asked it and unless they've explicitly it. asked um, i think also that's why apps like field can be great oh i don't know about field so i've heard about field it's come out since i've been in a relationship but um Basically, you kind of just have like lots of tags that you can click on and your dating profile. It's like Tinder, it's an app, but you can click everything that you're into. Ah. So when you're scrolling through people, you can essentially see from like before you even exchanged any words with them, what they're into, what they like, what they don't like. As a hookup app, that's actually an excellent, excellent. Why did no app do that before? I don't know. I think everyone was feeling a bit too prude. Great functionality. But now we're all sluts and it's fine. (laughs) I'll just do one last one. These have been so juicy. Thank you so much for sending them over. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys putting yourselves out there to us like this because you want to be get really vulnerable to do that. Yeah, exactly. I like that you trust us. Thank you. We've only been laughing at ourselves. We haven't been laughing at you. (laughs) We would never laugh at you. So last question. I became good friends with a girl who my mate was into, but it didn't work out between them. He was angry that I was friends with her and said I broke his trust. Weird, but okay. Despite moving on, it remains a barrier to both friendships for me as I feel guilty spending time with the girl as it reminds me that I hurt my friend. Many of my other friends think it's unreasonable that he feels this way, but I think it's valid. Disclaimer, I am gay, so it's not like we were going to get together. This is a really complex one. I think this happens in a lot of friendship groups all the time. It's mm. happened in my friendship group several times over the years. Really? Um, when Normally when like a couple breaks up, but also, you know, if somebody fancies somebody, doesn't work out, and then other people are still friends with them. It gets really complicated when the heightened emotions are involved, which they often are, yeah. when you've got romantic feelings for somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that you haven't done anything wrong. You're entitled to be friends with whoever you want to be friends with. Um, I'm sorry that you've been made to feel like you've done something wrong because I really don't think you have. No. I think that the best way to move forward th- with this is just to have really good communications with your friend who has felt hurt in the past. I would ask your friend, would you, I've, well, I would tell your friend, this per- this girl is a good friend of mine. I am going to stay friends with her. Um, but I would love to know what you would like me to do with that. Would you mm. like to never be in the same space as her again? Would you like me to tell you what she's up to? Would you like me to tell her anything about what you're up to and state what your boundaries are within the, this this person's still going to be my friend. Yeah. How would you like me to navigate it from here? I kind of agree with you, but I also kind of don't. I know, I feel like we're in a oh, little really? bit of an echo chamber sometimes. 
I get what you mean. I agree with you to some extent, but at the same time, it is not your job to manage your friend's feelings and to kind of manage the calendars of indirectly of two different people Mm -hmm. who really need to have a bit of a grown-up chat and get over it. If they're in a situation where they're going to be seeing each other a lot, that's on them to have the grown-up chat. If it's the fact that, like, you're both separate and they don't see each other anymore, then... Why is he then it's just pissed? a jealousy thing. Yeah. Then it's just a jealousy thing. And then in that case, you just say to him, look, I'm still going to be friends with her. You're going to have to park yeah. your feelings on this. Yeah. So I kind of agree with you, but disagree with you. I think that, yeah, they need no, to have a chat you. if they haven't already. It sounds like this friend is like one of those people that can be like, I often find that very immature people go on about, bang on about loyalty quite a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's I'm going to be friends Island, with you. It? it is very Love Island. It's like you're my friend or you're their friend. And it's like, well, no, that's not what adult relationships and friendships are like. You Also, you'll learn the older you get. I mean, you're probably not very young. That sounds really patronizing. <laughs> the older but you I, get. I am learning the older I get that like you don't always have to be friends with all your friends' friends. Yes. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. It's actually really exhausting trying to be friends with people who are actually not necessarily your people yeah you can be you can have fun with them be polite with them have a nice time but you don't need to nurture those as individual friendships yeah this relationship already sounds pretty exhausting if it was me <laughs> like with everything but like i've got your like your job maybe you have a relationship of your own maybe you have someone you're dating friendships work life family and then this on top of it it's just a big exhausting. it's a lot to navigate you don't deserve it it's a lot to navigate and i think yeah i agree with you so as we get older things become more blurry and not everything is like i think it's only been in the last couple of years that i've kind of learned to let go of like i have to be 100 percent best friends with everyone i meet and everyone yeah. in my life it's not like that like things are complicated it's not possible people feel a certain way about you for no reason you might feel a certain way about people and just prefer to not like not everyone has to get on all the time i feel like i've been going over this with my therapist recently mm. inability to not be liked yes but you just have to sit with it because I don't like everyone. And yeah. everyone's going to like me. <laughs> I don't like everyone. Well, no, I think I've been talking to my therapist too. And it's kind of like, it definitely links back to like how you feel at school. But I think, yeah, you kind of have to, I'm not, you, do, you definitely don't have to choose between the two friends. Unless no, that no. friend offers an ultimatum, in which case it's like pretty clear, like who's being the reasonable one, who's being unreasonable. If you value them both, then. You can be friends with both, but like it's fine if they don't get on. Like, you can have two separate friends. Totally. And totally. I think it's a bit shitty that the person is being completely unreasonable, but maybe you need to have a conversation with them. Maybe the issue runs a bit deeper than you thought. Maybe it's not really like, oh, they got together. Because it's clearly not that they think you have romantic feelings for her because like, you say you're gay. But maybe it's something a bit different. Maybe they feel this certain way because something happened to them. I don't know. I feel like if it gets to a breaking point, be like, look, what, when you say this, what do you really mean? Yeah, get into it. Get into it. Don't be afraid to have these sticky conversations. <laughs> Valentine's Day isn't for love and fun. It's for difficult <laughs> conversations. And on that note, we should probably go and, go and get zhuzhed up for our Valentine's Day. I think we should. In this mythical universe where we're recording this on the same day that you're listening to it. Let's go back in time, but also <laughs> forward in time. If you've enjoyed this episode, give us a rating, give us a review. Why yes. don't you subscribe? Why don't you subscribe? If you'd like us, if you if you'd like us, if you like us, please subscribe. <laughs> do, you like, do you like us? Do you like me? Do you love us? <laughs> 
I love how we both just spoke about therapy and both of our therapists telling us separately, like, it doesn't matter being liked by everyone. And then we literally go, like and subscribe if you like us. Yeah, no, like, but like, but please like, but please me. like us. We love you all. Happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Romantic Valentine's, however you're doing it. If you're having it solo, we love you too. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.